This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. The Dort Podcast. Rich Keith. It's the Dort Podcast. Ryan Davis. The Dort Podcast. Hashtag. It's the Hashtag Dort Podcast. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Hashtag Dork. My name is Rich Keefe, joined as always by Davey Eyeballs. He is Rick Rude Von Dick Dude. He is Hermes, the instant messenger god. All hail the king of ginger ale. It's Ryan Davey. Davey, how are you? Speaking of 20 years ago, speaking was, of that, I'm pretty that good. You know, you know what I did today? What's that? You're not going to fucking believe what I did today. Uh, you played one-on-one paintball with a friend. Oh, that would have been sick. I didn't. No. I went for a run today for the first time in 20 years i went for a run why what happened it's that it's i'm I'm there man i've hit physical rock bottom yeah (laughs) like i i'm at the point where i'm like yeah it's now or never like i'm 41 years old like it's now or never like if i'm gonna get in shape it has to happen now like i have to start i i i had covid as you know and then yeah how you feeling i feel fine but i then i spent a week like not doing anything and like eating like shit because I couldn't go anywhere, right? So just like eating like shit and like ordering out food or whatever. Yeah. And I feel horrible. So yeah. like, you know what? I'm gonna invest a little money. I got some shoes. I'm gonna go for a run. I ran for four miles today. That's the furthest oh. I've ever run. I swear to God, not trying to make you feel better. I couldn't do that. And I think just over a mile into said run, I'm pretty sure I would have thrown up. Here's the thing. So I've been doing a lot of research. Right. And the problem is with people like us, we are we are sprint sport people. Yeah. Right. So it's difficult for me not to run as fast as I can for as long as I can. You actually have to force yourself to slow down. Yeah. And that's how I did it. Like I had to like slow myself. Down. Got it. Got it. And I, I and as I'm doing it, I'm like, I must look like a complete dickhead, like, <laughs> like running this this slow. But I did it and I did it in like. You know, it took me, I'm not going to tell you the time. It took me oh. a lot of time, but I did four miles today. Not going to time shame me. I don't care if you walked four miles. That's, 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 the well, it was timed. It was timed. So I did four, I ran for 45 minutes. So you can do the math there, but I ran for about four plus miles. Yeah, it's like 11 minute miles. It's not bad. It was like 10, 40 or something. Minute that's miles. Like, that's fuck. Wasn't killing myself. No, you know, but Hey, you're on, you're back on that horse now. I'm back on that horse. I'm back. The proverbial horse. So, that's what I did today. That's post-COVID me. I'm new me. Right. You know? All new, new you. life. Right. Guess what? We have a very special night here tonight. It's the first ever hashtag dork double header. We've never done this. We've done double dorks. These, mm-hmm. Those are different things. That's if you have two or more dorks in a week. This is two dorks in one night. We're going to split it up so it's going to be two separate YouTube videos and two separate podcasts. But these are two of the biggest topics of the entire year, you have an MCU movie and you have season three of the boys. So uh, our topic is yours. It's gonna be Thor, Love and Thunder today. But uh, 
go nowhere. Or if you're listening to this, you're like, oh, they didn't talk about the boys this week. We're going to talk about the boys. So sure look are. for that separate episode. It's a, it's a double-ended dork. <laughs> That's right. This <laughs> Let's just leave it there. Double, double the pleasure, some would say. It's double the pleasure. Have you seen the movie Requiem for a Dream? You can't unsee Requiem for a Dream. I've... <laughs> We're getting two two of the biggest topics of the year, ass to ass, is what we're doing. That's what we're doing right now. So I, I don't know if I told the story of the podcast, but when we were in high school, somebody said, and they, I don't know if it was a bad job out of them or a bad job out of me for not having any follow-ups, but they were just like, Requiem for the Dream, Requiem for a Dream is one of the best movies I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. And I was like, really? And he's like, yeah, it's so good. It didn't really add a whole lot else. Maybe said it was like real world shit, maybe. But, like, they just put it over to such a degree that I went and bought the DVD. Sure did. Yep. Didn't really know what to expect. Popped it in. Was watching it at home. Like, at an after, like a lazy afternoon. Sure enough. And I'm watching. I'm like, all right, this is pretty intense. And then that last scene of the movie is the scene where my mom comes walking in. Sure. She's like, what are you watching? And I'm like, I didn't. I wasn't prepared myself for this. Yeah. And this is my, more my dream girl, Gen- and like Jennifer Conley. And I remember watching that being like, no, that's not what I wanted. Let's never speak of this again. It was one of the only movies I watched it for the first time with a group of people, a room full of people. And it was one of the only times where the credits were rolling in yeah. absolute silence. No one said a word for like five minutes. It was just like, and then I think somebody broke the silence by going like, what the fuck? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That should be. I would say instead of like the dare program, just throw that on for middle school go. kids. There you go. Or sixth grade. Yeah, give this a go. <laughs> you got to watch that you don't touch the stuff that you don't. Yeah, don't touch that. All right. On a much train. brighter, on a much, much brighter. It really couldn't sure. go more opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, but before we get to the topic, let's get to the, the news. Well, Better Call Saul is back tonight, Ryan. I think the finals at a six-episode push to the final season. Yeah, so set your DVRs. Thanks okay, in nine minutes. Set your set your DVR. Yep. We're about to lose all of our uh, watchers, listeners right now and when Better Call Saul. But set your DVR. I know I already did that. I'll be watching it either tonight or first thing tomorrow when I get an opportunity. There have been a ton of awesome TV shows this Jesus year. Jesus Christ. Can you believe it's it? It's insane. It's better than the movies. It's way better than the movies. And I don't know if that's always the way. I got to go back and look at it. But it's just been one hit after another. And I've been like, I've just been all in on these TV shows. But this is one of the few that legit has a chance to be the best show of the year. Meaning the boys. I'm talking about Better Call Saul, but you're right. Oh, better Call Saul. Oh, yeah, I, you you, I, you threw me a little bit. Yeah, Better Call Saul. Right. Um, I think oh. this this show, I, I when you told me that there was going to be a spinoff of Breaking Bad, if you told me what's like yeah. seven years ago that there's going to be a spinoff of Breaking Bad and it's going to be just as good or better at some points than Breaking Bad, I would be like, you're, no fucking way. You're out of your mind. Like, you're your out of your mind. mind. Yeah. And this show has surpassed every expectation I've had for it. The writing is so good. Mm-hmm. Bob Odenkirk is so, oh, the supporting cast, uh, what's a uh, Rhea Seahorn is so good. Oof, she's great. So good. Yeah. 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 Uh, it's, it's a short list right now. Um, but the boys, Better Call Saul, Barry, Severance, The Bear that we talked about uh, last week on Hulu. 
that's five right there that are ridiculous. Stranger Things, I love. Stranger like, Things, that's, like, like that's ridiculous. And you have, uh, you know, whatever. All these Marvel ones. I don't Those know how Marvel great. and Star Wars ones, which aren't doing so great. Yeah. When does Andor come? Does Andor come out this year? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah. It comes out like August or something. Toss that on the pile. Yep, yeah. I think it is. It might be next month. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the movies I know you got circled is Clerks Three. Fuck me. Last week we had the last week on the episode we had the poster. The trailer has since come out. What did what did you think? It's so stupid. It's so stupid. Stop. Like I'm I'm tired of listening to this and I'm tired of listening to people be like, oh no, like, like J- Jason Snoochie Boochies in the trailer. They're actually they're actually making fun of the fact that they made this third movie and they didn't have to like rehashing old ideas. Like there's like a meta joke in there or whatever. Right. They're making fun of you. They're making fun of you. Like, do you understand that? (laughs) Like those those types of jokes are making fun of you for fucking watching the shit. Stop. I can usually defend Kevin Smith. I like Kevin Smith a lot. I think he's done a lot for the dork world. He is, he is definitely one of us. And then some, yeah, this one is like, it's kind of painful. It's it's like an old timers game, or it's like watching like old wrestlers who should have retired years ago, like going back out there and doing the same moves. And you're like, I don't, I don't want to see that. I don't, I don't want to see you do. Stop doing that. Don't do that. And though it's so, it's so on the nose too, because Randall, the character, Randall has a heart attack, and right. then decides like he's going to turn his life around, which is exactly what happened to Kevin Smith. Yes. Like. What the he fuck? Told his, he told a story once. I think it might have been on Rogan, where Kevin Smith tried all these different diets after his heart attack. Yeah, one of them was a potato diet, where you're allowed, you're allowed to eat as many potatoes as you want, but you can only eat potatoes, and you can't put anything on the potatoes. So you just boil a potato or like bake a potato and just eat the yeah. shit out of it. Yeah, and he lost weight. Uh, yeah, but then he's like, you realize you actually don't like potatoes. He's like, you realize you like, I think if you eat, on or, yeah, if you eat any one thing for a month, you're going to hate, hate that it. thing. You'd probably hate that thing. Unless it's sure. ginger ale. By the way, breaking, breaking newsflash. I found something that I love. Yeah, hit it. Now a hashtag dork newsflash. My wife asked me if I love one food thing more than I love ginger ale. Mm. And the answer is yes. I found it. What's that? Freeze pops. Oh, good freeze pop. Give me like your she bought the hundred. She she bought the hundred. And I used yep. to do this when I was a kid, but I now did it at 41, which is emotional and physical rock bottom. This mm-hmm. this was part of it. Yeah. Uh, just to tie it back. She goes, How many of those have you had? <laughs> and I go, What do you mean? She's like, you, I, you've walked back and forth like three times and you've had like several freeze pops in your hand both times. I go, uh-huh. I went just like this because I used to do this when I was a kid. You gotta taste the rainbow. Get them all. And eat one of each. A little, a little bit. She's like, you do that? I'm like, yeah, they're yeah. delicious. My normal sit down as a kid was six. You, you'd rip a sixer out. Like yeah, a, like the one, the one sleeve of it. Yeah. Ooh, yeah, one scissor out, boom, cut the six, and then go sit in front of the TV with six. This is why we get along, because yep. you get me. That's you it. get me. You got to taste the rainbow, man. You got to have and one I, of each flavor. I love, well, I, I wouldn't say I love all the flavors. I think it's really hard to separate the flavors at the top. Personally, I would always leave orange and grape. Purple, purple and orange were my least favorite. I can eat them, but my least favorite is pink. I do like the grape. I don't. I don't like pink. Oh, oh, I like Mm. pink. I love the pink. (laughs) Double-headed dork, ladies and gentlemen. Here we go. (laughs) All right, some sad news. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. Pick of the bomb. 
Uh, two of them since we've last spoke. Man. Two big ones, too. James Kahn and Polly Walnuts. Tony uh, Sarico, I think it is. Yep. But the guy who played Polly Walnuts in The Sopranos, who was maybe the best character, or at least he's in the short list of best characters on the show, but both passed away this week. James Kahn, he is the reason specifically why I like Godfather 1 more than Godfather 2, because Sonny Corleone is my favorite character. What a and bad I'm day yeah. for people who make being Italian their personality. <laughs> you know, like what a bad day for them. It stinks. It stinks. It stinks. Yep. Not good. Minga, as they would say, right? They might say that. Yeah, they yeah. might say that. Maron. Not good. This, not yeah, good. Not good. Yeah. Comes in threes, by the way. So keep your head on a swivel. I had a pick of the pod myself. I was going to. I was going to make it the actual pick of the pod, but one of my favorite things in the world, the uh, the lo-fi hip hop, uh, the lo-fi girl, the streaming channel that plays lo-fi hip hop all day. Yeah. Stop streaming. Died. Like pretty much, yeah. In oh. in internet sense, yeah. It's been Not going for like twenty three thousand hours or something. <sighs> yeah, bummer. Mm. No little girl at the desk playing a little hip hop. Yeah, I guess that. that is that the third death then. That's You're it. Say, yeah. James Con, Paul death. Walnuts, and the girl that plays the, the lo-fi girl. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It sucks. Lord of the Rings, the Rings <laughs> of Power teaser. You you in on this? You out on this? Or are you uh, like half in? I'm a wait and see. Yeah, me I'm too. It, there's so many shows, but I'm not I'm not ruling it out, but I'm not like counting down the days for it either. All right, email of the episode time. You can email us anytime, 24-7-365, dorkpodcast at gmail.com. This one comes in from Evan. He says, uh, hey, boys, big fan here, avid listener of the podcast for a couple of years now, about to have my first kid, maybe by the time of the next show, was wondering if you could go over some tips about those first couple of days slash months. Thanks, Evan. That's a big one. Yeah, um, first of all, congratulations. Congratulations, Congrats, Evan. Evan. Absolutely. If you're listening, congratulations if you're in the hospital right now watching yep. this as you should. Uh-huh. Um, there is no... The only thing that... like The first thing that popped into my head is there's no scoreboard, right? So do not do like, all right, I changed the last diaper, so you change this one. There is no scoreboard. You're there to help. Like you, you help when you can. Good advice. Right? If your wife is 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 breastfeeding, you can't help there, so you have to help other places. So what I would say is keep the house clean. Um, in the bear when they talk about like when they talk in the bear when uh, Molly Ringwald, by the way, is talking and she talks about keeping your side of the street clean. Mm-hmm. That's the advice I would give. It's like you control what you can control, right? And. Yeah sleep when the baby sleeps that that's my that's my advice that's great advice yeah because sleeping's gonna be tough your sleep pattern is gonna be thrown off and then you might find yourself kind of more irritable than you normally would and you just have to stop and be like all right what what is this you know what i mean like first of all you're dealing with your wife who has just carried the baby for nine months and has just given birth and is now like exhausted and right. then you you didn't do anything. You didn't. So now you need to just make sure that it's easy for her. And then now you have you're just you're you're keeping a human alive now is your other job. So here's, good here's luck with what that. You, yeah, we talked about things you do. Here's what you don't do. And this is a true story. This is what I did. So my when I'm uncomfortable, my default is to go to humor and to make jokes. That's how I deal with uncomfortable situations. Mm-hmm. When my wife was having contractions with my first daughter. She would make noises that sounded like 
we were in the act. Oh, right. Nice. So when a hard contraction hit, and I mean, she's going to kill me for, she's not home right now. So she's going to kill me for doing this, but she would go like, huh? And then I, I would go, hi, like, and I would do it as loud as I could. And she would start laughing and be like, fucking stop. <laughs> stop. Don't, don't, <laughs> don't go, do that. Uh, and I go, hi. Uh. <laughs> and don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I actually, this is like a million to one odds. But when when your wife was first uh, having, having your first child, I should yes. say, the whole place was mic'd up and they sent me a clip. That's her. You got a freaking explode inside you. I'm gonna spill it. I'm gonna fill you up. I'm gonna fill you up. What? I'm gonna fill you up. Just let me do this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. 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 That was that was your contribution um, to really the whole thing. You know what's great about when you play that? I can like check my phone and like check messages. You have time. So I got I got like a minute and a half, so I can take a little. My break. favorite part is a few people just joined the show during that, and that's the first thing <laughs> I heard. So that also that also makes me smile. But congratulations, Evan. Uh, let us know how everything went. Yeah, I would just say keep your cool. Listen to your wife. That's really the best advice I have. Or, do, or uh, be proactive. Anticipate needs. Yes. There you go. Yes. Uh, right. Guess what else? Guess what else we have today? It's a very special dork doubleheader. So I got one other thing for you. That's right, folks. That's the uh, should I have bought this sounder. And it's brought to you by 47 Brand. Go to 47brand.com. Enter the promo code hashtag dork at checkout for 25% off your entire order. Hats, shirts, sweatshirts. They even have little kid stuff, Evan. So you got a you little, little kid now. You can get them stuff over there at 47 Brand. So you email us, dorkpodcast at gmail.com, something that you bought, $25 or more. And Davey and I will answer the question, should I have bought this? This one comes in from Joe. He says, hello, guys. I've been waiting to send this into you guys. I thought this week would be a perfect week to do it. Let's pull up the picture here, Rye. <gasps> Describe that for the uh, the listener, not the viewer. That is a to-scale yeah. Stormbreaker. Yeah. Like a production-quality Stormbreaker. That is a big old Thorax. So he's is, standing there. God love you, Joe. You're standing there in your dork T-shirt, your hashtag Beautiful. dork T-shirt. That's sucking. That's sucking up to the judges a little bit, but I like it. I like that too. He it. So if you're looking at, I don't know how tall Joe is, yeah. But let's say he's an average size man, uh-huh. um, uh, five nine, five ten. It comes sure. up to his chin. Yeah, that thing is, is massive. Thing is huge. It's an absolute unit. And he also he's got another photo here, right? It's laying on the bed. Jesus Christ! So that thing's got to be five <laughs> feet tall, right? Oh, yeah. It takes up a whole side of the bed. Yeah. 
things are normal. He's got the little, he's got the little axe part on the on the pillow. He's got the yeah. hanging down. So it's it's big. Let's let's put it that way. I'm not sure how Joe much says he's five eleven, so he's above average height. Thank oh, you, Joe's Joe. in the chat. Perfect. Yeah. Thank you, Joe. So five eleven. He's a five eleven man like myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, all right, so he's got the axe there. He says I bought it uh, online last summer. It cost me blank. My wife thinks that I am crazy for spending that much for a toy. Oh, okay. So I sent her yep. to Valhalla. <gasps> yep. So he's now a wanted man. But well, uh, at least she died in battle. So at least she went down that's swinging. Cool. That's what yep. that means. He says uh, he sent me a separate video. I didn't upload that, but it also makes noise, right? You can. There's a button up what? top. Yep. It makes a noise like a stormy kind of like yeah, battly noise. He goes, and then this this I love, and this is huge for me. He has seen it online on other sites for more money that always makes me feel good that makes okay yep so he's been on he's he's shopped around on this he spent x on it he has seen it for more um and so that's already a deal in my mind already a deal so before we answer the question we got to know how much it costs would you like to take a stab how much this stormbreaker so if he's so we we have to this is where i do like i'm gonna walk you through this this is where i do my math all right so we have evidence here that his wife told you you're crazy Yes. So right then, it's over $100, right? He then says, I've seen it for more, which mm-hmm. means it's still pretty high. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to say that this cost $199.95. Out the door. Ryan, what if I told you he spent $100 on it? A smooth um, hundred. He has seen it on other sites for one seventy-five. Okay, so what I'm going to say to that is twelve a.m. to eleven fifty-nine p.m. <laughs> you know what? This I, you know is what how we do it. Well said by Josh from the chat. This is everything Friar's helmet wished it could be. <laughs> this, this is what Friar's helmet thinks it is. Exactly. <laughs> But my 12, 12, 12 a.m. to 11.59 p.m., that's fucking all day, baby. That's all day, $100. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, yeah. Have you seen that? It's... <laughs> just said he got it for less than the wand. The wand. Oh, my God. I was talking to Goo this weekend. He was telling somebody else about the wand. He's like, somebody's like it's just so outrageous. Uh, you're right. He got it for less than the wand. $100 is outrageous. $100. I don't need. I didn't even think I wanted this, but now that I know I can get it for hundred, I think I might buy one of these. I, think I, I was. I, think, I was just saying the same thing. Have you seen yeah. "It's Always Sunny" when they're talking about like revenge porn, and Mac is like, "Oh my god, that's awful. Where, where did, where did he post that? Right, same thing. Like, oh no, that's too much money. Where, where did you spend? Where did that you money? buy this? Be specific. Yeah, hundred dollars. <laughs> I uh, and awesome. Well done, by the way, Joe, to send it in this week for this episode. Perfect. Ugh. Now. Now, when somebody's like, "Hey, what episode was the uh, was the Stormbreaker?" Easy to remember. Easy to remember. That's an easy. That was a slam dunk. Now, that was that might have been the easiest. Should I have bought this in other than the the monkey dick? That that was oh, probably yeah. uh, all right. How much would? How much? What was the line for you that you would have broke? Like that you wouldn't have said yes. over two hundred. I would have said I would no. Yeah, good over point. 200. I think two hundred. I would have been like that's a, that's a pretty. It's a pretty badass thing because you can hang that up. You can swing it around. Oh, it, would be, it would be. It would be right there. It would be yeah. like hanging hang it like, up. Get a nice little thing like hanging yeah. on the wall. Yeah. Sleep Walk around it. dorm duty with it on. Ah, it's know? pretty sweet. So, congrats, Joe. Yeah, man, you earned it. 
All right, let's keep moving here on this uh, this double uh, Wait, or double header. I'm show you my weapon. I got a weapon too. Yeah. You know, keep playing. Play it. It's time for Davy's video gaming. Even if it takes more than a minute. All right, I don't mean to take this to a dark place, all right? But I, I'm a teacher by trade. People know this, right? So one of the, I mean, awful things happen in schools. I don't want to get into it. But basically, people tell you, you should keep something in your classroom that like. Oh, boy. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You're, I mean, you're not wrong. So I'm a baseball coach and a teacher. So I got this thing. Check this out. This is a yeah. an axe bat. So it has an axe handle. Oh my God. Did you see that video that was going around of some guy trying to break in some guy's house and he like stuck his hand through like the mail slot to try to grab the door and the guy was in the house and he had one of those bats and he so, fucking went nuts on his wrist. It's a one hand. This is a one handed trainer bat. So like when you swing in, you can like one, yeah. top hand, bottom hand. Should I have bought this? So it's yes. an axe handle. You don't even know the price. <laughs> Guess the price for this, this little, little sweetheart right here. All right. So what, who makes that axe? Axe bat. Oh, so axe like a, bat. Yeah. And that's like, it's got a little weight to it. It's got a little, it's, it's like an act. It's like a miniature aluminum. It's a scale size of one of their actual bats. I'll say it was 79.99. 40 bucks. This is how we do it. This is how we do it. That's a nice piece. And that's it's, good in close combat and, and like hallway fight. Hallway fight, you're just in there bad. This is this is made to smash. Yeah, with the axe handle. So 22 yeah. inches. Whew. So wow, jealous. And anyway, yeah, girth. All right, so we're sure. we're already off the rails here. All right, Davy's yeah. video game in it. We'll make this quick. So get this. So a game has been developed. It's called Endeavor RX. This game is specific. It's a tablet. It's a tablet game. You need a prescription to play this game. The prescription, this game can be prescribed for people with ADHD. Oh, boy. You need a oh, prescription I I, I, to, yeah. I've heard about this. It came actually. out two years ago. And guess oh. the reason I'm talking about it now is this is unprecedented. Do you know what this game recently achieved? No. FDA certification. The Food and Drug Administration has now accepted this. It's wow. been developed with neuroscience, neuroscientists. So if you have anyone in your life who has ADHD, you can we all get do. them Everyone this game does. and it will help them. It'll help like neurons oh, fire in their brain and like help them organize and like stay on task and like all these things. So um, I was fascinated reading this story. That's pretty cool. As an, as an educator, like you're like, all right, cool. Like how can we do these things like project based cool. things to keep things on task? Actually really cool. Right. Wow. wow. Um, happy 15th birthday this week to Assassin's Creed. Oh, the very first Assassin's Creed came out 15 years ago. I'm a fan. And what a treat that game was. Mm -hmm. I loved the original Assassin's Creed. Yeah. That has gone so high and then steadily. Well, a couple blips along the way. I think Brotherhood was my favorite. Or no, mm -hmm. uh, Black Flag was probably my favorite. And then oh. kind of a steady decline. I liked, I think, three. And what was the one like after? Three's the one in America. Oh, it is? Oh. Black Flag was the pirate one. That one no, was not, sick. Not that one. Uh, I Brotherhood. Which, maybe it was Brotherhood I played this Brotherhood show. was awesome. Yeah. And you can go like, and you can like call other oh, ones 100%. in. 100% like, was that one. Yep. Yep. Um, there's Odyssey and Valhalla and like, or, or whatever. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there that is. Uh, I finished the quarry. How's that? It was great. Yeah. It was, it was super good. Um, choose your own adventure thing. My wife and I took turns making decisions. Nice. So that was really cool. You can actually do a thing. It's called coach couch co-op. 
So it, it'll like, you can have two controllers, but you can like, it switches. Oh, back that's cool. Forth. That's a good idea. Yeah. Um, and I give it a four and a half out of six stones. So yeah. the, the only thing that hurts it, like replayability, I don't know if I would replay it again, mm-hmm. uh, but it was good. So for the price, if you get it on sale, get it on sale. Um, and this is kind of bad. So you heard about the, um, the Abe, the ex, well, the guy who was assassinated in Japan. Yeah. Um, he, uh, they I wrongly identified Hideo Kojima as the assassin. Hideo Kojima is the, the creator of Metal Gear. Yeah. 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 That's crazy. They like put his, like put his picture on the news and everything. Oh. And, like people were looking for him. Like, oh it was my bad. God. Super bad. But wow. that's, uh, I wanted to keep it brief. So that's All what right. that, that was it. That was All the video right. game brief. Very good, Ryan. Thank you very much. Yeah. Y'all ready for bisque? Right, topic du jour time? Yes. Well, I'm glad you asked. It's the topic of the day. And today, we actually have two of them. But for right now, it is Thor Love and Thunder, the 29th MCU movie, part of Phase 4 of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Uh, it ran two hours and five minutes. It is the fourth Thor film. And last check on Roddy T's, 68% by the critics 83 percent by the audience so we begin as we do with all of our movie and tv show reviews spoiler free ryan did you like it sure yeah fine you said sure yeah sure fine sure mm-hmm. sure fine like no i i think i wrote in my notes i wrote sure exclamation sure i did sure i did yep yeah did you like it what'd you think i uh yeah liked it i would say i would say right off the right off the jump good not great they should or call or it good, like good, like good. in thunder. Yeah. Kind of like, like in thunder. Like kind of liked. Like and in thunder. We should we should get Goo Goo or Billy D to make that poster for or, like in thunder. Like yeah, I didn't love it, but again I liked it. And again, I don't Yeah. It's one of those ones where well, first of all, we might have a bigger discussion and we've kind of we've we've hit on this occasionally in really the last year, I guess, off and on. You know what Marvel they should have done? Oh, What's I that? Know what they should have done. I was just thinking about it graphically. They should have made the four look like an H, so it said Thor, but it had like a four in it. Yeah, that would have helped. That would have helped it. That would have really pumped it up at least a couple of Roddy T points. Exactly. All right, right. We have a big philosophical question. Sure. The Marvel Cinematic Universe after Endgame or Infinity War and Endgame. Like, what are we doing? Where are we going? The movies for a while really. Like phase one, if you go back and watch it, it was kind of all over the map. Really, Iron Man was what 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 stood out. Some character development, and then Avengers was awesome. And then two, it was also like hit or miss. And then by three, you're like, all right, every movie's pretty good, and you're just waiting for like how's this gonna tie in with Thanos? How's this gonna tie in with everybody? And then the the final two movies really couldn't have done a whole lot better. And then they're like, we're gonna keep going. And you're like, great, I want you to keep going. But now I think people just have a hard time figuring out what the hell they're supposed to watch. Is it a one-off movie? Is this going somewhere? Is it not? What do we do? So we were talking as we were leaving the theater, and I said, this is such a delicate thing. Because if I come if I come into this space right here and I start saying, This is bullshit, like like I sound like a like a man baby who who needs his comic book movies to be better, right? And I, I I'm not that person, right? Cool. But I think what you said, and I think what what annoys me a little bit, is they were right there. I feel like they touched the Russo brothers touched cinema with this. 
I would never say that about like a movie about like a comic book here. They're like, it, it needs to be cinema, but they kind they they showed you that it is possible. Mm-hmm. And like you said, with one exception, other than like No Way Home, I feel like they've taken a step back with all of this stuff. And I think I did call that. Yeah, go I think back and listen. I think I did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think so. It's just not going to be that good. And if you're setting up Secret Wars, I'm a little worried about that. Yeah, and I think, and we talked about this at the time too. With once you open up the multiverse, that's great, but I also think it could get a little out of hand. It's not going to be as grounded as the other ones were. It can't be. And then you start introducing, like, as soon as they started introducing like scrolls and Krees, and then then uh, there's multiple versions of this character. You're like, all right, and like gods and yeah, like gods and goddesses from like different cultures. Like now it's getting kind of fucking weird. I think yeah, and they're just overdoing it. They're still they're doing Mm -hmm. three four movies on on top of three TV shows every year that are also supposed to tie in and eventually pay off. They're planning out the MCU for ten years, but you're like, well, some movies are going to do better than others. So there's going to be some kind of storylines that set up sequels that are going to disappear, and then others that sort of get sped up. So I still like it. I'm still going to see all these movies, but I almost wonder if like we almost need like a phase four grading curve or so, or something because the, the the phase four movies to this point in order are Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals, Spider-Man, No Way Home, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness and Thor Love and Thunder. Morbius. That is not. I don't. I think. I don't think it is recognized by Disney Plus and uh, the MCU. I think they fucking Sony... put. Th- there's people in the fucking. I think Michael that, Keaton is in Morbius. That's Sony. I don't. I don't think the MCU accepts. I don't think Kevin Feige s- says that's canon. He doesn't. I know that, it's I not Morbin time for him. It's not Morbin time. For me, I would say uh, in order, it would go No Way Home, this movie that we just saw. Mm-hmm. And then my order is a little bit different. I would probably actually go Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Doctor Strange, Eternals. That's how I would do these six. So you what said you Black Widow, then... Then Shang-Chi, so I would, then Doctor Strange, then Eternals. I would flip those two and then keep the rest the same. Yeah. All right. Um, and again, like that's one of those things you're like, you're like okay. Like, no, nothing's, not, none of these are... And that's the other thing with like the Thor movies... I, unless somebody is just being obtuse, and I don't even know your answer, but I feel like I do know your answer. I think the Thor movies couldn't be more clearly ranked. Any sane person would go Ragnarok, Love and Thunder, the original Dark World. Yeah. And I don't think it's really up for debate. Like anybody else is like, actually, the order, I'd be like, well, why? How could you possibly switch the order on that? And the other thing, too, is like, what's crazy is um, this is a, at its heart, this is a comedy movie. Like this yes. is supposed to be funny. Like it's not. It's supposed to be, like, dare I say it, Schumacher esque. Like this is like farce at this point. Yeah, which is funny because they also had a one of the most serious villains of all time. They also had one of the most serious, um, uh, what what a character was dealing with. Also, as serious a topic as you can get, and as real world and as grounded as you can get. Mm-hmm. And then also as slap and tickle a movie as we've seen in the MCU as well. So like Taika Waititi can do that though. Like Taika Waititi did Jojo Rabbit, which is the heaviest of heavy thing and make it 
heartwarming and funny. Like, yeah, I don't know how you do that. But. So I don't know how you do that either. But I, I also just think, you know, it's it's good. Like the, the movie's the movie's good. And I think that's it was sort of be to be expected, right? Like it's Taika Waititi. We saw what he did with Ragnarok because it's funny. Like all of a sudden people on Twitter now are like, oh, the first two Thor movies were like dark and, and you know, gritty. And the, these yeah. last two are like fluorescent colors. They're like, yeah, the first two weren't very good. Like these, these two are good. Like Ragnarok's better, but these these two are good. And again, I think I think you have to you have to resign yourself to the fact that like these are fucking ridiculous. Like these stories are ridiculous. They're absolutely, into it, right? Especially when you have Thor and the Guardians of the Galaxy and these characters that aren't Earth characters. Like I right. I hope it's fun and like ridiculous at times. But I could hear like non Marvel comic book movie fans being like, "Oh, the movie with the talking raccoon wasn't good enough for you." Yeah, 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 yeah. Like there, there's always those people. So like I get those people too. But yeah, but I mean for me, there's like, a I, level I, of expectation. Yeah. I enjoyed it, but like I didn't love it. Like I've had other ones where like when I saw Guardians one, I loved it, and like that was goofy at times. That was silly. Like you said, talking trees and raccoons and the whole thing, and I absolutely loved it. Ragnarok, I even had more fun with. Um, you and I, I remember we both gave Ragnarok a five, like a rock mm -hmm. hard five, like not a top in our mind top four or five mcu movie but like right in that right in that next tier down and thor love and thunder well actually we'll save that for a second um did you think that where do you think is it the funniest mcu movie because i think it was shooting for that but in your mind was it um no but there were times where i laughed out loud see i i had a lot of um let me try to reenact it i had a lot of <laughs> I had, I had one hit. good ha one good ha yeah right yeah <laughs> i didn't like spill into the front like the row in front of me like i did watching old school the first time in theater back in the day or or i didn't piss myself laughing like i did in borat or some of those oh, other movies i fell out of the i literally fell out of my seat watching borat yeah borat i remember just like wiping my like tears out of my eyes like yeah. trying to like i i thought it was like it was I, I like the characters enough and I like some of the comedy, but I didn't think it was actually that funny. Like, I think if I just sat here and did a rewatch of the, all the MCU movies, it might be a top five funny movie. Like, like, I think the Guardians movies are both funnier than this. I can't tell you. I can't wait to tell you what part I laughed the hardest at. All right. It's fucking absurd. All right. It's absurd. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you've done your MCU rankings. I think, again, this at a 29. I think I put it 12th for right now, which is like a good, this is pretty up there. I feel like people could have it maybe as high as 10 and no lower than say 20, but there's all those movies in between that. If, if you came to me and you're like, I like Ant-Man better. I'd be like, all right, fun. Like, all right. But they, like, to fun. me, like I like to do it in tiers. Like there's the three tiers of Marvel huh. movies. Right. Huh. And this is smack dab in the middle. Yeah. This is a middle. Like you wall. said, it's like an Ant-Man. It's middle, like upper a middle. Yeah. yeah. Like middle, upper middle movie. Yeah, and I think even like like uh, the the Spider Man's, uh, this one's better than Far From Home, but like Homecoming and uh, No Way Home, I liked better. Yes, uh, but it's right, it's right in the mix with like you said, it's Black Widow, uh, Shang Chi. Yeah, yeah. It's in it's in that mix. It's yep, good. Sure. Yeah, you know, it's, um, not, it's not a bad movie. Now, must-see movie for everybody, or would you say just a must-see fan for, like, comic book fans? Uh, I mean, if you've seen all of them, you got to see it. it it's, yeah. If you're if you've come this far, you need yeah. to, you need to, and if you're planning on keep, keeping, keep going, 
Um, no, I, I was talking about this. I did like a spoiler free review real quick on mm -hmm. the radio. And I was saying, you know, we're so bought into these movies that I'm not sure what it would take to stop watching them. It might be yes. like three in a row, like the Eternals or they something like tried. They tried with I know. Morbius. They fucking tried to be like, stop flipping Morbius and they don't I'm count. Not. I, I count. I count it. <laughs> They're like, please don't. You're gonna get a letter from Kevin Feige being like, "This is not cease and desist." Like, please, yeah, stop it's saying not a part it. of it. Stop yeah. trying to lump it in. We're not counting it. All right, what is your hashtag dork score? Actually, is there anything else non-spoiler you want to hit on, mm -mm. like the tone and the characters and the action and the comedy? No, we can get to all that. You can't do that without spoiling it. Yeah. All right, your hashtag dork score for Thor: Love and Thunder. Four. I'm gonna go four and a half, but I'm yeah, I hear you. I hear four. you on, on where you're coming at. Mm -hmm. Good, like it's good. It's worth seeing. It's it's not um it's it's not a it's it's weird because I feel like what happens is anytime a movie gets like negative pub, people come out and react to defend it and they go the other way. So I felt like just scrolling through it, and this isn't everybody, but just scroll scrolling through on Twitter over the weekend, I'm like, I don't think this film is like properly rated. People either like are pissed at it and hate it and don't think it's good, or they're like, it's awesome and it's the best Thor. I'm like, I don't think any of this is right. No, I think it's you know? uh it's fine. Which is the worst. It's the worst. Yeah. See, I think it's a notch above that, but I get your point completely. So, all right, let's dive into spoilers. 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 Here come the spoilers. All right. We already knew, because, again, there's no secrets in Hollywood, and you have to know who's in every movie and who's playing every role. We knew that Christian Bale was going to be joining the MCU, and he was going to play Gore the God Butcher, which is a very interesting character and the movie just opens up with like a real quick gore origin story what did you think of christian bale in this movie and what did you think of sort of the juxtaposition of this type of character with thor valkyrie korg meek the whole crew see this is this is the i think the, at the at its core this is the biggest issue i had with this movie is that that character could have been like a killmonger it could have been a character where you're like where he's like see like this is what i'm talking about like when they go to i forget the omnipotent city or whatever the fuck they call it yeah yeah, yeah. um we're like see these people are fucking assholes and again this is a character we this movie dealt with like you said really have two really heavy things this being one of them right that this character finds out after his they showed his daughter dying, but his entire family dies, like starves and whatever. And he finds out that not only do gods exist, but they actually went out of their way not to help him. Yeah, right? they could so care he, less. So, so that, then he becomes conflicted because the Necrosword is attached to another god. No. Mm -hmm. And so now he's conflicted because like, all right, I'm actually working for a God now when I'm trying to kill all these other ones, I'm doing his work. Right. Yeah. So there's all these things at play. Right. And you turned him into, there was flashes of that at times where you had yeah. Christian Bale as Gore explaining these things to Thor and explaining these things to other characters. And then there was that scene with him, like trying to scare the kids and like kidnapping kids. And it, he just seemed like a normal villain. It didn't make sense to me. Like it didn't make sense. And like you said, with the goofiness of the rest of the movie, it didn't really work. 
my biggest issue with it and again i don't know what this says about me i couldn't stand all the kid stuff like it was just way too reliant on kid you had like a kid battle a kid fight at the end all the stuff you saw with gore and that relationship with the kids and thor jumping in with the kids and then ultimately what happens at the end with gore's kid and the whole, i'm like i didn't i don't personally want that and so I, we got into a little bit of an argument my wife and i got into a little bit of an argument about this because i said i didn't like the kid stuff either yeah, And I said, that was kind of silly to me. Like, that seemed like a stupid thing to do and easy. It seemed easy mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And she's like, well, how would you? I was like, you could have put, you could have separated Jane from Mjolnir and hit him yeah. kidnap her. And then Thor would have had a reason to go. You didn't, you could have done a litany of other things, but you chose to do kids in a cage. That doesn't yeah. make sense to me. Like, that seemed weird. Yeah, I also think that they... I, we're gonna sort of jumping around here because I want to go back to Gore in a second, but they also like completely wasted the Guardians of the Galaxy to me. Like, why even have them in it? That was so nothing. It was because they were told they were in it, and I know you don't want to just separate the two, but they easily could have just gotten away with it. With like Thor could have like told some story about how like oh like it was really hard to leave, but like I I you know I I had to do it and blah blah blah. Like they didn't want to, and you could have done like a two second scene. Like they kept them in it just long enough, so you're like you wanted something. But there wasn't anything good with the best group on the whole MCU. It was kind I of have a theory. I so I I in my in my thinking spot in my house, I had a theory about this. Yes. So James Gunn has been very adamant that like after the next Guardians of the Galaxy, he's done. Like okay. this crew is done. Remember these pit like they're done. Like after this. Yeah, one. I know Drax is done, like Batista's done. Right. So my theory is that they were contractually obligated for one more movie and this gets them out of it. Oh, you mean, but even, you mean after by, three by being in this movie. Okay. Yeah. I think there was like there because they signed like five, six movie deals, right? Got it. Oh, maybe so I think like, but like what a waste. this one, like Jesus, no, Christ. but they had to burn it. They, it's like yeah. a card they had to burn just to like, all right, we got them in a movie. So that fulfills that contract. Yeah, no, you could be right. Yeah. Um, but, but circling back to Gore, I thought he was great. Like Christian Bale is one of the best actors of our time. He's scary. Like what an awesome look. What a cool power. What a great reason for being a villain. Right. Like it's not just like, you know, we talk about this all the time. It's like taking over the world. Like really? You want the responsibility of why? ruling the world? Like yeah, that's like, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Like, everybody, everybody listen to me. I got picked on as a kid. You're like, all right. Yeah. Well, no, this, this was a character that, that could have been the best villain in the MCU. Could have. Yeah. Been. I still think he's might be cracking the top five or six because if you have Killmonger, Thanos, but I love when uh, you saw him coming out of the shadows. Yeah. He had the gore face, awesome with like the no nose and everything. He looked kind of like a skull. Yeah, and then as he came into the light, you could actually see his actual face. Like I thought that was pretty awesome. That was really well done. And do you read, do you read why they didn't do that with him? With the nose, uh, gore has like no nose. Well, just um, male. No, they didn't want him to look like Voldemort from Harry Potter. Oh, and it's like, a, like too much of it. Voldemort, and it's like a little red skullish too, who we've already done. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, but what a fucking waste of a villain. Waste. He was he he was like you said, there was flashes at times where he was really, really good. But he was at least good in it. Like, I don't think it was a complete waste. Um in the sense, like it's not like the Mandarin from Iron Man three right. waste, where he's like one of the best villains that characters ever had. But you're right, and it was yeah, he was he was pretty badass, and you kind of again you you understood his motivation. 
um, the character arcs and stories for some of the other ones. So I love Natalie Portman. Natalie Portman would be in my Steel of Smooch Hall of Fame. Sure. Good, good to see her back. I thought she had a kind of a tough time playing like the funny character, which is weird because she's good when she's on SNL. She's done those like SNL raps, which are hysterical. The Natalie Portman raps with yeah. uh, Sandberg. They're hilarious. Like I think, and she's an incredible actress, but I felt like they changed her character much like they did with Chris Hemsworth for from Dark World to Ragnarok and Hemsworth like picked it up great. Portman seemed a little odd trying to be like the funny one. Like I like the idea of her looking for a catchphrase, but I thought it came across as kind of like, eh. did they ever say what she said? He, she whispered her catchphrase to him as the, in the end, they never said what it was, right? No, I don't think so. I don't think they said. Uh, it might have been the one that the mighty Thor always says, but come get this hammer, <laughs> which which is now my catchphrase. But this was like this. Well, this is what I was talking about in, in non spoilers. Like this was also a really heavy role where like she has stage four cancer. So it's like you have the slappiest slappiest movie in the world, and then one of your characters you keep having to go back to is dying from cancer. And like you, you don't just mention that she's that you actually show her going through the process and getting chemo and like having to you know i mean that is just pretty heavy i mean if you're yeah. like a little kid like little kids oh yeah did you, did you watch this with your kids i did what did they say did they ask you about that and they just they're i think my older one she's like so what's that i'm like that's the when you have cancer that's the treatment you get you have to it has to it takes time and you have to sit there yeah. for a long time and so she get i mean she understands she's eight so she understands like sure death. she doesn't like it particularly yeah. Um, but my oh, little one didn't really, my, my six-year-old is like, all right, so she's sick. Okay. Whatever. They were more scared when he was telling the story, when he ripped the head off the thing and was like trying to scare the kids. Like they didn't like that. That was one bit. That was definitely scary. Yeah. They did not like that. I actually thought, yeah, I was thinking of you. Cause I know last time we said you were, you're going to bring them and I was watching yeah. that scene. I'm like, I'm like, shit, 13 year old, uh, rich Keith wouldn't have been able to handle that scene. Yeah. He, that was scary. That was scary stuff. Yeah, like, he was a scary villain. Like, but that, see, like, I don't think that villain needed to do that because he cared uh, so deeply about his own daughter that I don't think that character would have done that to kids. Great point. Yeah, uh, it's a I great don't, point. I don't, that, does, that doesn't make sense to me. That I, I've watched my own daughter suffer. I would never make another person's child suffer. Yeah, right. No, it's, it's a good point. Yeah. I also think of this, and like, again, Taika Waititi could do whatever he wants to do. But like oh, for God, it, yeah. that guy's gonna be like, and, and, and we both think that, but it's like, you're, I was like, as I'm watching, I'm like, man, like the MCU is such a, like an escape for so many people. And it's just like to be able to sit there and, and just like enjoy two hours of a movie and then to be hammered over the head with, with a character dying of cancer. I'm like, man, that is so a did tough you, choice. So speaking of Taika Waititi, did you read that article with him? He, he, his blunder that he made. So he's directing a star Wars movie. They haven't, I have a theory about what the Star Wars movie is, and I yeah, 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 I heard this story. It's great. But he he asked if Natalie Portman wanted to be in it, and she's like, "Yeah, I've I've been in Star Wars," and he was like, "Oh, sh yeah," like he forgot yeah. that she was in Star. Wars. Yeah, my bad. Do you want to be in? <laughs> like, yeah, that wouldn't really make any sense. Yeah, yeah. I've actually yeah. been in a Star Wars movie before. Um, yeah, so that was the Jane Foster Mighty Thor. I like I like the Lady Thor. Don't call me that. I'm Mighty Thor. That was good stuff. That um, was good. Valkyrie. I feel like they didn't have anything for her to do. And so she was in like the one battle and then, and she's funny. Like I, I actually like that character. I think it's pretty good. Mm -hmm. And it's like a cool power and all that shit. But then she like, there's no payoff to her character. Like she's having this whole conversation with Korg about how like 
she's like lonely like in that whole thing and then it's just like nothing happens and then she's like in one fight scene then she gets hurt and then she's like yeah guys i'm out and then they go do the final one without her and you're like the fuck like she was just kind of there there was that whole i liked i liked the relationship with jane and valkyrie like her trying to like help her along yeah you know girl power and all that stuff i i yeah, thought yeah, yeah. that was i'm not being dismissive i actually really did like that yeah i got that back and forth i thought that uh tessa thompson actually really helped out natalie portman she kind of bailed her out yeah in some of those things because she like you said i don't think she can carry comedy i don't think she can i was so, kind of surprised it was like damn like she's it didn't. It, it seemed forced or awkward or something. It wasn't. And really, so for me, yeah. it was like I thought maybe she's mailing it in. Maybe she just didn't really give a shit about this. But I, I like you said, I don't think she can just. I don't think she's. God love her. I don't. You know, God love her. I don't think she's a phenomenal actress. I don't. She's think one she's of the best. Funny. I don't think yeah. she's that funny. Or maybe she was just like, this is how the character would handle doing it. Like I don't. Maybe she was just yeah. like two in her head, being like, maybe the character's actually not funny. So this is how it would sound. I'm like I don't fucking know. But uh, I did like the one conversation they did have that was good. Is like, who left who? Yes. And she's like, well, you left me. And she's like, well, actually, the re- whole reason you got a note is because you weren't there because you left. <laughs> yeah, right, right, right. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. That's, like, no, we both yeah. left each other. No. You know? And then so, obviously, so she got blipped, too, right? Because, yeah, because she was like, "Where? how long has it been? Three years? He's like, eight years or whatever the whole thing. So, yeah. Um, so, can I tell you the part that I fucking laughed out loud? Is it the goats? The goats, when they were approaching this dark shadow planet, and it's like they're they're on the precipice, and there's, there's ominous music, and then you just hear like, <laughs> like they crashed into the fucking thing. Like it was actually small. Yeah, that was fucking. Uh, goats are funny. I don't give a shit goats. who you, goats are funny. Screaming goats, screaming goats were great, and I loved that whole scene. Like that was a pretty good opening scene. Even though the guardians didn't do anything, it was just like a right. Thor like kick ass scene. And he destroys their temple. Then the guy's like, I don't even want to talk about it. Just like, whatever. Fuck it. He's make like, me angry and sad. Yeah. Make me, I'm going to give you something. And here's these goats. He's like, and no gives these backsies. And he like, fucking gives them the goats. Like, you ha- no, you absolutely have to take them. You have you to take them. And then so they just like saddle them up and ride. Like, I'm in on that. The goats were funny. I'm here to admit uh, Which, for sure. By the way, not to, it is a deep, not a deep pull in Norse mythology, but how that's how Thor gets around on a boat pull or a cart pulled by two goats pretty sick that's his and they have and names it, and the names are like impossible to pronounce and it looked pretty good too didn't it like yeah. when they were ripping those guys around or even the romans and greeks speaking of zeus was in this movie not very good ryan and a couple things first of all like he came across as just and i know you're supposed to be an asshole but it's like it's different than that it was like an like i don't know i didn't really care for him at first and then you're like oh shit thor kills him I thought Gore, the God Butcher, was going to kill him. That was sort of an obvious one. As soon as you saw Russell Crowe pop up in the trailers and he's going to play Zeus, you're like, all right, he's going to die. Thor kills him. Or does he? mid credit scene, he is very much alive. And what kind of saves it, although they, they could have just killed him, Hercules looks legit. Hercules looks like Roy fucking movie. Kent. <laughs> I fucking love Roy fucking Kent as Hercules. He's got he a swear, good. right? I would probably Even. think so. Was it Brett? His name's Brett. Uh, um, Here's the question. Yeah, he looked poof. He he looked legit. He looked like that, scene, was, that was, the fucking, that was yeah. the fucking suit and everything. Here's the question. Is this one of those things, though, where is there even going to be a Thor 5? And if there is a Thor 5, is it so far down the road that they don't even fucking do Hercules? No, I think, like, again, to, I think right? they're going to add people to Secret War that don't. Yeah. 
not might not necessarily have been in the comic like they did with Infinity War. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, so I think because that whole premise is like the the Celestials create this planet for like the people to duke it out, right? And I think they're going to add gods and goddesses to that mix. Yeah. And so you have heroes, villains, and like gods and goddesses, like all fucking duking it out. Yeah, it'll be heroes versus gods, right? It's or like yeah, and like villains, but like well, remember, right. I, did you read Secret Wars? Like people I think flip, maybe a long time ago. Yeah, like people yeah, flip. Okay. I think Doctor Doom at one point flips. Uh, so you get you got to get all these people involved, but um, all right. fucking Roy Kent, I love it. You watched yeah, so that you was watched good. Lasso, right? No, I never seen it. But he's it. He's a. So you, I've I've seen him in like commercials and shit for it. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, he's really funny in that show. So uh, what do you think of Korg in this? They rip his face off, and he's just a face now. Just a face. So I love that. So that is a again. Um, that is if you if you played God of War. So that's what happens to a Norse, um, the smartest man in the world. They actually he gets his head cut off, but remains alive hmm. and helps people. So or even the Romans and Greeks. You don't have to play that every time I talk about mythology. You don't have to do that. <laughs> Um, this is where my mind goes. I should... it's, yeah, uh, you should play the Scotty or Scotty one. Scotty or Scotty? Yeah, Korg um, yeah, was funny, but like I'm always, he sets such a high bar for himself. And this is also Mimir. To, sorry, who is it? Mimir. Okay, yeah, it anyway, speaks sorry. to sort of Marvel in general, like where they their their good movies are so fucking good that again you start comparing them to them. Korg, I thought was funnier earlier. He was still good. he was good in this. Like I like mm-hmm. Korg. Nobody doesn't like Korg. And then what do you think of Meek as like the secretary, like taking uh, notes with his little suit? You could have done Pretty more great. with Meek. I feel bad. Meek kind of gets the sh- Meek gets the short end of the stick most of the time. Was Meek a, Meek's a lady? I think right. Did they? Did Valkyrie say she's taking notes at one point? I thought she might have. I don't remember. Recall. I did like Dwayne. Question for the group: The Corgan. I think that's what. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. His buddy, he was with the Freddie Mercury mustache. I thought that was really funny. Yeah, that was Wayne. <laughs> Held hands with Wayne. Wayne, awesome. Yeah, that was pretty good. All right, real quick, do you want to ping pong best and worst before we get out of here? Just best sure. and worst stuff that whether we. So best stuff for me, I think Gore the God Butcher was was definitely one of the best things from the whole movie. He 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 did all he could with the movie. He crushed it. Should have been better um okay uh, i would say jane foster was an eh uh okay. valkyrie was good korg was good um i love zeus <laughs> nope down um, hated the accent hated the overacting russell crowe he looked good until he turned to the side and they <laughs> yeah. had a big fucking boiler on him but that, i mean that's that's zeus you know that's what they're playing up yeah zeus yeah so you know what I, I loved. Um, you know what i absolutely loved actually and it was quick but i think they used it well was the MCU debut of Eternity. Yeah. Pretty fucking cool. It looked, looked good. Just, it reminded me of the fucking Marvel card that I have of Eternity. And there and was like, one fucking, yeah, obnoxious kid who's like, it's Galactus. I'm like, it's not Oh, my for Christ's sake. They, they, they like, just it's not Galactus. Said, they just yeah. said it's Eternity. Right. But like him sitting there with like the weird head and stuff and him just mm-hmm. like sitting there in front of him and then like gore, like, they, they even explain it to you, you know, for two-year-olds. They're like, it's it's like a wishing well. So you go in there. Um, I didn't like the end credit scene. Oh, so Jane meets Heimdall on Valhalla. Because in the beginning of the movie, when Sif gets her arm cut off, yep. and Thor says, well, you're not actually going to get in Valhalla because you didn't die in battle. So you have to die in battle. He's like, yeah, and he's like maybe your arm's there. 
Yes. Jane didn't Loop. die in battle. She died of cancer. Loophole, I guess. So like, yes. Yeah, and so Shiv's still alive at the end. She's out there. Sif, yeah, she's still. Sif, there. I mean, sorry, Sif. Yeah, Shiv. she's fighting she's Shiv. <laughs> yeah, my guy uh, Steve. She's out yeah. there still fighting it. Um, I love the screaming goats. I loved some of the Thor and Jane stuff. Like we talked about, like some of their back and forth was pretty good. Uh, you think? The costumes, costumes are fucking goofy. Yeah. Yep. Right. Yeah. Am I wrong there? You're leaning on more bad stuff. I feel like. Oh, we go. I thought we were ping ponging. Do we, good, bad, good, bad, good, bad. No matter. Where do you come down on the music? Love the music. A lot of Guns and Roses. A lot of Guns and Roses. Then Rainbow in the Dark. Yeah. Dio at the end. The pride like of Dio. Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I like Dio. Of course. I rock so like hard. Rock so like if, hard. If you're listening to this and you don't like fucking Dio, like piss yeah. off. Just <laughs> take a hike. Yeah. Uh, again, I didn't like the kid, the kid stuff, Thor taking on the kid, all that stuff. And also this. So. I uh I get why Taika Waititi wants to make a comedy and he is he's hysterical and he wants to be funny and I get that and go for jokes go throw as many jokes as as you want. I would have to say that the one throwaway line or the one throwaway like uh joke that there's an ice cream place called Infinity Cones. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Thanos destroyed half of the population and ruined people's lives. They were gone for five years. They came back. Everything's gone. You wouldn't even make that joke. So with an ice cream store called Infinity Cones, would you say that that's in bad taste? Yes, I would. You're going to have problems just like everything else. But stay positive and stay strong. But they did have some, here's another good thing. There are some mythology deep pulls that we had there. Do you notice they mentioned Bost? Oh, no. They mentioned Bost, which is one, an African god, which is mentioned in Moon Knight, but is also the god responsible for Black Panther. Okay, well, I like that. Yeah, so there's some nice little uh, Easter eggs. Little, there's little a nice little there. Easter eggs there, yeah. It's pretty good. There you go. I like that. Now, do you want a Thor 5? No. Okay uh and then i don't think think chris hemsworth wants a thor five either it's like well let's do what we're gonna do and then i'm done he's been thor nine times yes a lot of times to be thor but man alive was he in the best shape of his life in this movie or oh it's jacked jesus christ can you be too jacked i mean he was jacked off (laughs) (laughs) all right if anything else on thor you didn't love it you're giving it a four i'm giving it a four and a half it was funny, but this is this is a this is a comedy yeah. movie. If you it, it's a mm. solid comedy movie. Yeah, no, that's true. All right, so that's our that's Thor: Love and Thunder. Let us know. Oh, by the way, I, I put it out in the chat, and we were getting. Uh, let's see, let's rip through some of these scores here. Uh, we got a four and a half, a three point two five, a four and a half, a three, another three. Yeah, people weren't really going crazy for this one. So there you go. Now. We are going to jump on to a different live stream for the boys season three. So it can be its own YouTube. So just either, I don't know how you do that. Stay on YouTube and just find another link or I'll tweet out what the link is. I think so. If you're on YouTube, I think if you just refresh it, Oh, it might just load up. It's just a different link for us. It'll just load right up. All right. Very good. So I'm going to let this one go, Ryan. I know you don't uh, give a shit about anything, but hopefully you give a shit about the boys season three. Cause that's coming up next. All All right. At Dork Podcast, by the way, on all the social stuff, so give it throw us a throw us a follow. All right, we'll be we'll be right back talking the boys. <laughs> 